Welcome to Tiger Talk, the podcast for Mercy High School in Middletown, Connecticut, where we talk about everything Mercy, including students, faculty and staff, alumni, and leaders in our community. Learn more about Mercy High School at our website, mercyhigh.com. and welcome to our latest episode of Tiger Talk, which is the podcast that is all about Mercy High School in Middletown, Connecticut. My name is Alyssa Dijon. I am the president of Mercy, and I am very excited to be joined today by members of our Tech Tigers robotics team. And I can't wait to ask them all different questions about their season, which of course culminated at the World's Championship. So can't wait to learn more about that. Um, so hello, ladies, and welcome to the Tiger Talk podcast. And I would love for each of you to introduce yourselves. I'll start with uh, Grace. Hi, I'm Grace. I'm the captain of the robotics team this year, and I'm a senior. Great. Thanks for being here. Hey, Kaylin. Hi, I'm Kaylin. I'm a junior, and I'm one of the leads on technical Great. And hi, Sammy. Hi, I'm Sammy. I'm a junior and I'm the other lead on technical. Great. And Emma, hello. Hello. Um, I'm Emma. Uh, I am on the business sub team. I am not a lead or anything, but I will be running for safety captain for next year. Fantastic. It is so great to talk with all of you um, and talk specifically about this season because it was so particularly exciting. Um, but I would love to start kind of back at the beginning of your season. So now, when does the season start for robotics? The robotics season starts on the first Saturday of January, and then you have around eight weeks to try and build your robot once you find out what the game that the game is that year. Okay. Um, and it also depends a little bit for timing on what competition you go to first, because okay. you could go to a, a week one competition or start with the week two competition. That's interesting. So that first Saturday in January, that's when you're learning about what your robot has to do. Is that correct? Yeah, the, the first Saturday in January is kickoff. So we have a big event around the world where everybody finds out what the game challenges are this year and a little bit more about the theme. Uh, it's usually a, a really fun day of brainstorming and excitement around the world and first. That's really cool. So what was the theme this year? So the theme this year was transportation. And that applies to not just the FRC level, but to all levels within first. So everybody had a different take on transportation, and our team's personal theme this year was old school aviation, um, because we wanted to go with that transportation theme and also kind of highlight one of our mentors who works with jet engines at Pratt & Whitney. That's very neat. Yeah, um, I think, Kaylin, you you, your team had an interesting name for your robot, right? Yeah, we actually named our robot Amanda Earhart. Um, so it's a little take on Amelia Earhart, but with one of our mentors, Amanda, who works at Pratt & Whitney with airplanes. Um, so we kind of combined the name together and it, it kind of became our brand. So so what did the robot have to do this year? So the robot this year had to do a lot of tasks. It had to be able to shoot um, balls into an upper hub and a lower hub, um, which we were able to do both at some point during the whole season. And it has to be able to climb kind of like a monkey bar set of rungs all the way to the top, which our robot could do. Wow, 
Wow. Okay. So, um, so now I'm thinking about your technical team here. So you, you find out that you have to have a monkey bar climbing ball throwing robot. So how in the world, where, where do you start in terms of figuring out how in the world you're going to get this, these parts to become a robot that does these things? Um, we started with electromagnets. Okay. We, we spent like, what was it? One, two weeks trying to figure out how to make electromagnets work. And we just couldn't. Um, we ended up switching over to our current method of the hooks with two separate uh, sets of hooks. And even that, we ended up having to change the hooks to be double-sided. So there was a lot of changes with how we tried to figure out that whole situation. Yeah, and, and with like the climbing situation, like Sammy was saying, with all of those electromagnets, there's also the situation of trying to figure out how you're going to be able to shoot within the system that you've built for climb. Because mm-hmm. we decided to prioritize climbing because of uh, the point difference between climbing and shooting. Okay. Um, so it's definitely a lot of trial and error of trying new ideas and seeing what works and what doesn't and being able to integrate that into your system as a whole. That's really neat. And I know that your robot kind of, it it got swinging a bit, right? And then you had like arms that were coming down that could also push off. So you were kind of going from two different, two different uh, angles, but. Yeah. So we had um, two different sets of arms. We had um, a top set of arms that would just pull us up and onto the first bar. And then a second set of arms that is like what you were saying would push down off that bar so that our first set of arms could hook on to the next rung. So okay. we could just keep transferring between each and kind of climb it. Definitely like, like Kaylin was saying, a lot like monkey bars. Neat, neat. Now what, like, what materials are you using to make the robot? So a lot of the materials that we use are things that we buy ourselves. Um, we generally like to use a lot of aluminum to build our robot. And then we also get um, what we call the kit of parts. And I know that that name is a little bit misleading. Uh, you hear the word kit and you think, oh, so it's something that has instructions of how to build it. And uh, you take that and build your robot, but that's not really the case. Um, You get the kit of parts is a series of items that are used on pretty much every robot. There's stuff like the brain of the robot, like the Roborio. And then there's the chassis, which you can build yourself, but they send you the parts for it if you would like to use that. But a lot of it is definitely stuff that we've designed ourselves and that we've cut ourselves and drilled ourselves. Our our hooks, as Sammy mentioned, are even a custom part that um, we had made specifically so that we could hook onto both sides of those bars. Cool. That's really cool. And then Emma, from the business side, what are you keeping track of? So the business sub team takes... Uh, a metaphorical step back from um, the game uh, wise aspect of, oh, we need to make our robot shoot the ball and we need to make our robot climb. (laughs) Um, And we take a step further back even from the programming aspect of it where we don't really have anyone on the podcast who is really active within the programming sub team, but business uh, takes a step back and goes, hey, we need money to do this. So we yeah. ensure that we are staying connected with our team sponsors. We we take care of our promotion. And there's another big aspect as well. It's our outreach. 
the highest honor within first first robotics competition is the chairman's award the chairman's mm-hmm. award focuses on teams or is awarded to teams whose outreach exemplify the spirit of gracious professionalism and just caring for other teams and giving back to your community it's not just about what you do in the one year it can only be awarded teams who have been active within first for three or more years because it takes a look at what you've done continuously to continuously be a force for change and support of whichever causes that you do um, for our past few chairman's awards, we have spoken about our work during COVID, particularly 2020, the first year of the mm-hmm. outbreak, because we did a lot of work for that. We 3D printed uh, ear savers to stop your ears from hurting from oh, the right. Mm-hmm. So we made those. We have given pizzas to third shift nurses who, of course, were hit very hard with with the pandemic as essential workers and just as hospital workers, healthcare workers. That's fantastic. It's yeah. it's great to see a, a program that is focusing not just on the, the STEM and the technical aspect, but also on outreach and, and the business side and figuring out how you're gonna how you're gonna pay for these parts. And it's all part of that that you know the business side as well as the technical side. It's great how they all come together. So so Emma, that's a great segue into the competitions, right? So so it sounds like, you know, in, in January and February, you're building, you're trying to figure out how to make this robot with the uh, two sets of arms work the way you want it to work. And so where did you go for your first competition? We actually went to Waterbury High School for our first competition okay. um, right in Connecticut. So that was fun. It was only, that one was only a two, unless you count load in in which it's a three-day three-day competition um that one's a district champ uh district competition so it's pretty much just it's teams from around here um in this area i guess um so it was teams from connecticut and massachusetts that's great and so and so what happens there you're you're trying to like work the robot it's more of that and then the chairman's award competition is at another time so we actually did our first interview at our first competition. Okay, great. Um, so that was our initial interview okay. and we won it there. So we ended up doing our interview for our district championship, which is, that's the one where every single team from the district goes to that. Okay. Um, so for that um, interview, we ended up doing that one only a couple of days after that competition was over. So it was very, those we're done and out of the way very quickly. Yep, which is yep, kind yep. of nice. <laughs> That's great. So after the Waterbury High School competition, where did you go next after that? The very next weekend, we were at Western New England University okay. up in Massachusetts. That was another one of these district events. So this one was a little more spread out. It was teams from Massachusetts, Connecticut. I think was there there was some teams from uh Rhode Island. I think there was one from Ro- Vermont maybe. Yes, that was the iBots. So after the Western New England competition, where else did you go? I know you went to the Big E for a competition. Oh, yeah. The, the Big E was um, our district championship, which okay. we were saying um, the top teams from New England all go to the district championship. Okay. And as winners of the chairman's award, we qualified to go to the district championship. Uh, and we had a great time uh, being able to meet a lot of different teams from throughout New England and that's where we won the Chairman's Award that qualified us to go to Worlds. 
Right. Okay. This is fantastic. So, and so then you find out you're going to Worlds and there was not much time <laughs> between that competition and, and going to Worlds, which was in Houston this year. So that was, I'm sure that felt like a whirlwind. I'm it was, sure it, it was crazy. It was crazy. Right. And so I, I, I can remember the, the morning you left for Houston when, when the students lined the hallways and cheered, cheered you on as you went onto your, you know, coach bus that was going to drive you to the airport. That was, it was fun to see that excitement where the students, you know, rooting you on. And so what happened is, so then you get to Houston and now you've, how do you get the robot to Houston? We ship the robot in these two giant crates and okay. we put a lot of trust in FedEx. <laughs> um, thankfully, the creator of First Team came in, has a connection with FedEx and is able to help organize shipping for all of the robots. And teams that are in the area will often drive to Worlds, but luckily we did not have to do that. We did see some people that made insanely long trips driving their robot. We saw a couple teams that drove all the way from Ontario to Houston with their robot. But luckily we were able to ship ours to the competition and fly there. So we didn't have any more drama with busing like the last time we went. So let's let's talk a little bit about war- Worlds. So it was, where was it held in Houston? It was held in the George R. Brown Convention Center. Oh, sure. Um, yep. So right, right in like the heart of Houston. And it was absolutely massive. This whole building just, there were so, there were multiple stories and it just went on forever. I always thought that the XL Center was big and yeah. then I went there and <laughs> It's what they say is true. Everything is bigger in Texas. Um, it was insane. There were there were about thirty five thousand people there. That's more people than live in my town. Now, while you were there, I think you were interviewed for a documentary. Yeah, we were interviewed for a documentary um, focusing on the all girls team from Afghanistan that recently relocated to Canada. One of our mentors had met in passing this film crew. And they had mentioned that they were making this documentary and he mentioned that we were also an all girls team and that we did a lot of community outreach with Mm -hmm. the United Nations Foundation Girl Up to help women in STEM um, and that we were also looking into helping support uh, a family from Afghanistan that recently moved to Middletown and was looking for some help. So they thought that that was wonderful and they came over to film our team working on our robot and they interviewed me about robotics and my experience in FIRST, especially as uh, a woman in STEM. That's great. Uh, It was a really great experience, and it was definitely not what I expected when I went to Worlds. They had an entire film crew with cameras and mics and lights all set up in our tiny little pit with our robot. It was definitely an experience to remember. And I, I think you get an opportunity to talk with just people in the industry too, right? Yeah, we were able to definitely make a lot of connections with people in the industry. We had um, a meeting with one of our sponsors from Raytheon Technologies. So we got to talk to some higher ups at Raytheon. Um, We also were able to speak to some women engineers at NASA who gave us a tour of the NASA Space Center. So we definitely made a lot of great connections on this trip. Yeah. How was the Space Center? What was was your favorite part of it? Probably having the opportunity to talk to those two women. They gave us a tour of not only the Space Center, but a bus tour around NASA, the center, which is pretty awesome. We get to see these giant real-life rockets, which are pretty insane. They're so much bigger than you really think that they are. And 
we got to talk to them personally about, you know, making connections um, about space. I know a lot of people on our team are interested in astronomy and astrophysics. So it was really quite awesome to be able to actually go to a space center and see robots in real work. Um, we also were able to see a robotics kind of, what was the area of like a, the rocket place? They had a robotics area. And they yeah. oh, a robots. And, robot yeah, that, that was actually another team's workshop yeah one of the team's robonauts their workshop is in the nasa astronaut training building oh wow so it was, it was cool to, to see. discover yeah <laughs> yeah we we thought that the the name robonauts was just a fun play on words but they're, they're apparently they're actually called the robonauts because wow. that's what nasa calls robots they send to space and nasa not only sponsors this team but they give them this facility surrounded by a life-size recreation of, of aspects of the International Space Station oh and God. other robots that they're testing. And they get to work with NASA scientists. So that, that definitely made us a little bit jealous. Like, <laughs> I'd love to work with NASA on my team. Please come sponsor us. Exactly. But it was, it was amazing to see that. And it was really just a wow moment of this is what first can do that is amazing that connection all right we'll have to that experience we'll have to figure out how we can get nasa to to help middletown <laughs> yes yeah, send them an email for us that's right okay we'll talk about that later um that's fantastic i mean what an experience to i mean the whole season is an experience but for it to culminate in this world championship is is phenomenal um, and I know, you know, you, you did pretty well <laughs> considering how many people, uh, you know, how many, how many groups were there. So what, I don't know, what takeaway um, has just being on the robotics team done for you? Made you think differently or has it influenced what you're interested in perhaps studying or, or pursuing after high school? It's definitely influenced what I'm going to pursue in college next mm -hmm. year, uh, especially as a senior looking back. It's definitely changed my life. Like when I first came to Mercy, I didn't think that I was really good at STEM. And even though I was interested in it, I never really focused on it because mm -hmm. I didn't think I had the skills for that. So I, I didn't even join the team until my sophomore year at Mercy. And, and once I did, they really helped me build that confidence and branch out into new interests. So they, they really influenced me. And now I'm going to study uh, astrophysics or aerospace engineering next year at WPI, which I never in a million years would have thought that I would be doing when I first came to Mercy. What about you, Sammy, as a junior? What, what are you thinking about? In all honesty, being on the team has really just solidified what I want to do in the future. I've known since seventh grade that I want to go into either aerospace or mechanical engineering. And being on the team has given me skills and connections where I've been able to determine I definitely want to go into mechanical engineering. And like just having these skills and these connections has been super helpful. And I've learned so much from being on this team. Um, I mean, the team is the reason I came to Mercy, too, in the first place. So I'm really grateful it's gone so well for me. I actually, because of what I've been doing on the team, it's 
it's like giving me the drive to start doing a lot more stuff with um, the, like the, the design process of the robot. I do um, all of our 3D printing stuff currently. Mm-hmm. That is like my shtick on the team is <laughs> I do the electrical, I do the chassis, but I also do the 3D printing. And because of this, I've started, I've decided I want to learn how to CAD, which is um, like 3D computer assisted design. It's gotten me an internship. I'm doing an internship with um, my dad's friend this summer. I will be completely learning CAD, helping him out with some projects. So this team has done a lot for me and I'm just super grateful for it, honestly. Oh, wow. I'm so happy for you. And, and to get an internship as a, as a high school student is phenomenal. That's great experience. That's, oh, that's so wonderful. What, what about you, Kaylin? Um, really? I didn't, when I first came to Mercy, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, and then at my first robotics competition, I was able to talk to a bunch of people and they really figured out what I wanted to do. Um, so robotics basically set me on the path that I'm going on now. And just learning about learning about not just STEM, but all aspects of STEM, uh, whether right. that be communicating with people, making connections, making friends, supporting a team, learning how to be a leader. Um, I didn't really understand all of these skills before. Maybe I was interested in math and science, but now I can really say that I've understood um, all aspects of STEM. They have a bunch of people at first, um, really was first that got me into what I wanted to do now. They have people from NASA. They have people from the Air Force, which is I'm interested in going into the Air Force Academy. Um, and it really broadened my horizons because I didn't really think that I could be someone who's not that great in math or science. Um, and now I could be somebody who is able to take uh, the classes that the Mercy team started and be able to talk to all these higher up people. So first, especially, and the Mercy Robotics team really helped me kind of have more confidence in myself to be able to do what I want to do now. What, I, I, Emma, what, how about you? How, is, how has robotics influ- influenced what you're thinking about in terms of your next steps? I can definitely say that I can uh, relate to what Kaylin was just saying. I am only a freshman, uh, as you know, and I don't have one path that I am totally set on. Like, But I think one of the things that's great about FIRST is even if you do not um, end up following your career in STEM or engineering, it opens your worldview to all the possibilities that there are. Instead of being, wow, I don't know what I want to do. I wonder what I could do. It's more of, wow, look at all these options that I have laid out in front of me. I was able um, at Worlds, especially at the, there was an innovation fair center on where the first tech challenge um, competition was happening. And I was able to talk to biomedical engineering companies who work with uh, like cell regeneration and working on the organ donor or organ transplant wait list, which is an issue that I personally, I'm, I would love to be in a career where I can help with that because organ donor wait lists are insane. I spoke to someone with NASA who said, she had a friend who had been waiting for a heart transplant since he was three years old, and he's now 27, and he's had five heart attacks. It's a miracle that these people can continue with their lives, and things like that, things like we spoke to people who work in aluminum recycling, and I believe the Department of Defense STEM was there as well. Your worldview really gets so broadened and even if one of the options that first doesn't lay out for you is there like I mentioned first can help you get there 
I'm just inspired by listening to all of you talk about the program and I can see the difference it's made in all of your lives, just in terms of the technical aspect, the business aspect, the confidence piece, the, all the leadership um, pieces to it and how much you've been able to grow, been able to grow from it. And also just, just get the experience of just being exposed to all these different ideas and, and all the different things that you can do in a STEM career. Uh, it's really, it's really wonderful. And I'm so proud that you made it to Worlds and had such a wonderful experience as, as part of it. So I just thank you so much for joining me today to talk about robotics. And um, I think to all, I thank all the listeners for listening to our podcast today. And so Grace, Kaylin, Sammy, Emma, thank you so much and uh, have a great day. And thanks to all the listeners. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Tiger Talk podcast. Listen to the latest episodes at mercyhigh.com or subscribe to get the latest podcasts delivered to your device, either at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify.